Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Answers from the Lab, where we share Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing and science from laboratory leaders and the people who are making it happen behind the scenes. I'm Dr. Bobby Pritt, Interim Chair of the Department of Laboratory Medicine and Pathology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. With me today is Dr. Bill Maurice, the President and CEO of Mayo Clinic Laboratories. This is our weekly discussion with Dr. Maurice, in which we learn about updates in the field of laboratory medicine and pathology. Hi, Bill. Welcome back and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. It's, uh, as always, great to be here. Yeah, well, what a wonderful week to just really reflect on the amazing team we have, friends and family, and hopefully everyone is staying healthy and well this holiday season. Yeah, it's one of my favorite times of year for a lot of different reasons. Just most pressing right now is the power of gratitude. You know, and I think back being at Mayo Clinic with our Franciscan values, I always go back to the Canical Creatures, which was written by St. Francis and is thankful for the sun and all the gifts of, of the natural earth. And that he wrote that at a time when he was suffering from the illness which would take his life in the power of gratitude there. And so, yes, I think it's important for us to all step back. And it's been a tough few years, but there's a lot that we have to be thankful for. And, and me in particular, I'm thankful for colleagues like you and, your, and the ability to join you on the podcast and to work with you and to have you step in as the interim chair. So thank you. You're very welcome, Bill, and I'm very grateful to have a mentor such as you. I have big shoes to fill, but having you helping me through this transition, I couldn't ask for a better mentor and partner. Yeah, thank you. And who knew we were warming up for a couple of years by doing podcasts. That's right. So, well, so, you know, speaking of keeping everyone healthy and safe, we probably should talk a little bit about the respiratory virus season. There are probably a lot of people listening to this that are with family right now, and it is possible that someone may not feel well. And we really should talk about the different viruses circulating and what you do if someone gets sick. We should, because there's a lot of respiratory illnesses right now, which are with influenza, RSV, in addition to COVID, and they're still causing issues. I mean, we're hearing lots of things out of the pediatric hospitals, for instance, that they're really having capacity issues, Some maybe even worse than COVID in some cases, because of yeah. all the respiratory illnesses which are around. So yes, very good for us to be mindful of this, even though it feels like we would prefer not to be, but it's really important. Yeah, absolutely. So RSV, of course, I think everyone knows that's respiratory syncytial virus, totally different than influenza. Influenza caused by two different viruses, A and B, totally different than COVID. So three very different viruses, but yet they can all cause similar respiratory symptoms and it's hard to tell them apart. So thankfully that's where laboratory testing is so important. And you can start with a rapid antigen test over the counter for SARS-CoV-2, but if that's negative, the CDC has some really good guidance on what to do from there. And at Mayo Clinic and other healthcare systems, we have algorithms in place. If you are symptomatic and your COVID test is negative, it's good for laboratorians to be working with their healthcare system to know what the other tests are, because it could be influenza or it could be RSV. And like you said, these are viruses that can be quite serious in some people. Yeah, that's right. And so I guess on the one hand, it's really important that you get seen, particularly if you're really struggling with a respiratory illness, because you might not have COVID, but still might need some support from a care provider and some interventions. And that's important. But also, I, look, none of us want to be sick, right? So what should people keep in mind as we get into this? I mean, this is the busiest travel week in the country. 
every year at lots of people getting together from long distances, wide age ranges, the grandparents, the little kids. What are some of the best practices that are out there? Yeah, I think it's what we always talk about, Bill, really continuing to mask and washing your hands before you touch your face. I actually have just kind of trained myself out of touching my face. But if I am, before I eat, of course, I'm going to be washing my hands if I'm out traveling and about, because we know these are all respiratory viruses spread by large respiratory droplets that fall onto surfaces. They could also be transmitted through inhalation by being close to someone. So being in a crowd, I usually try to take a step back and stay at the periphery of a crowd. For example, if I'm in an airport or if I have to be close to other people, I have my mask on for sure. Yeah, I think that's right. I think the main thing is for people to think about masks are optional now in most settings, Mm -hmm. but it's, you want to keep yourself safe or, you know, you're going to be traveling someplace or someone that would be at risk for severe risk for illness. And that does include small children with RSV who tend to get severely ill about wearing a mask as you're in route there. Or honestly, if, and if you're not feeling well, much like I, mean, I think a couple of years ago, you know, Thanksgiving of 2020, if, if anyone even thought they were sick, they weren't good getting together and the recommendation was not to. 2022, obviously our mindset's much different, but we need to have the same kind of caution, I, I believe, because it really is, mm-hmm. you don't want to get COVID, but you don't want to get influenza or RSV either, so, or spread it. So if you're not feeling well, really consider joining remotely or, or just calling your loved ones because it is still there's still a lot of respiratory illness out there and it, it can cause real significant problems and challenges for people. Yeah, I agree. It's interesting. The CDC has very good guidance for what happens if you are positive for COVID-19. They don't have that guidance as specifically for influenza and RSV, but essentially if you're not feeling well, you should stay home. And that is the overriding guidance that you see on every virus infection is, you know, even if it's rhinovirus, you still don't want to go and spread that to everyone. You might have some relatives or friends at a gathering that are immunocompromised and they may not be making that publicly aware for everyone, but even rhinovirus could put someone in the hospital. And I I looked up some data for us from the CDC, which is a great website. If you go to cdc.gov and type in COVID influenza or RSV, there's all of this guidance. So far this season, there have been 4.4 million people in the U.S. with influenza, 38,000 hospitalizations, and 2,100 deaths. So you might say, oh, well, 2,000, that doesn't sound like a lot, but I mean, obviously that's quite significant for those families and individuals. And 38,000 hospitalizations, it's hard to recover after being hospitalized for a respiratory illness. And sometimes you don't ever make a full recovery. So I think we all just need to think about it. If you're not feeling well, stay home. Even if you've traveled somewhere, it's better to just uh, be safe or, you know, you might be able to arrange something where you're, you kind of stay apart from everyone else, but you have to be cautious. Yep, agreed. And last but not least, coming full circle, there is just, I think last week, a scientific study which came out, which showed that patients that the second bout of COVID could actually be more challenging for them from a health perspective and including long COVID and persistent symptoms than the first. So we just have to avoid complacency. Oh, I already had COVID. I have to worry about getting COVID again. Or, you know, I had a negative test, even though I don't feel well, I'm going to go as challenging as it is because Thanksgiving is a wonderful time to be around the people that you love. Just keep those things in mind. And if you're in transit, just think about wearing a mask. It's not that big a deal. Is it perfect? No, but does it help prevent you catching something? No one wants to be the person that got everyone sick at Thanksgiving, uh-huh. irrespective of what it is. So 
urge people to use a little caution this holiday season, this Thanksgiving season. But again, remember it's Thanksgiving and there's so much to be thankful for and to make sure that whatever your situation, I hope everyone finds a way to connect with the people they care about most and to express gratitude and receive gratitude in return. Yes, I agree. I wish all of our listeners, our viewers, our audience out there, I hope you're all having a wonderful season. Even if you're not in the United States celebrating Thanksgiving, it's never a bad time to just be thankful for what you have and reflect on you, yourself, and and everything you have to be grateful for. So wishing you all a fabulous Thanksgiving. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Bill. Thanks. Enjoy Enjoy your holiday. Thank you so much for tuning in to Answers from the Lab. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and don't forget to tune in every Thursday and every other Tuesday.